You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. What's today, Thursday? Yes, Lou, it is, it is Thursday. Yeah, oh, okay. I forgot it was Thursday like three different times today. Well, this is, hello, hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, that's 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 staying in well <laughs> we gotta we gotta put that in there well hello and welcome everybody to episode 65 of late arrivals we are at the Anderson Edom episode yeah the ducks have won a game but are still making us sad um yeah they at least ended that horrible uh losing streak what I was asking to avoid, you know, is like the double digit losing streaks, and they were very close to it. Um, it did reach eight. It's pretty disgusting, but at least they got they got through it. Yeah. And in pretty epic fashion. We'll get to that in a sec. Um but I mean we're we're kinda at a weird spot where Things aren't going great, and injuries are starting to pile up, and it's it's getting a little sketch here. But at the same time, they're not they're not playing bad. They're not playing great, but they're not playing bad. Kind of. It's nothing. That... It, it's it's nothing like last season at all, which is which is which is preferable. Kind of. I feel in like that limbo be... of uh, not great, but not terrible enough to be upset just yet. Yeah, and I I feel like it would be very hard for this team to be playing exactly the same as, as last season, just because of a different coach. Like if they swapped, if they got a whole different coach with a different system and they were still like the same exact team, that would be uh concerning. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's dive into these, these four games here. I bet it was so three games. in, in ducks, uh, fashion the the comeback has been the story of a lot of these games uh to varying degrees of success um they lose to the caps 5-4 um that that game that was kind of annoying um my fantasy team liked it because i have tom wilson and oh god getting hatrick so this is is jake's fault kind of helps (laughs) but uh, you know is this the part where we boo jake we could we could yeah um i mean they didn't play terrible but um they gotta they gotta get a lead at some point um Mm -hmm. that that has been the story of the season story of the losing streak Mm -hmm. just uh it's kind of getting to a point where it is a little ridiculous um that it's gone on. I think I saw the stat was this is the 18th game where we've surrendered the first goal. Yeah, I think is so. Not very good. <laughs> 17th or 18th. Yeah, because I want to say I saw a stat earlier that like what what are we in? 20 we've played 26, and I think the Ducks scored first only nine of those 26. What's that emoji so, you just put in the chat? Uh it's a seal. There's four of them. Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a white dot. It's a white circle. Hmm. I'm looking at white circles. I'm looking at seals. So, well, sounds like a Lou issue. It might be. Anyways, <laughs> carry on. 
but you know we we kind of fetched on like they're not playing terrible um it's just you would expect a little bit better um i do like seeing I mean, especially after the the loss in colorado um that we'll touch on in a sec but at least cronin's not giving us the uh, yeah we're trying our best out there you know he's saying that it's unacceptable and he expects better and i mean we've preached how much we love hearing that out of him um but at some point you hope that it just finally starts to click and it just still isn't um you know yeah. whether chalking that up to a new coach just kind of the roster being in a weird spot you know missing zegris and now missing mctavish um you know guys are kind of getting shuffled around um tonight's lineup wasn't on par with you know the the Derek grant elite 1c lineup game um but you know and just you're kind of throwing guys in the blender again and kind of hoping that he just make it through the game with no one else getting hurt it's a little sketch um hey brett leeson looked good on the second line tonight shout which, out brett leeson he's probably deserved a promotion for a while um yeah, at least to the third line definitely uh you know hopefully hopefully nothing major with mason it happens with mason you know and max jones um I think he bonked his head on that hit last game. Mm-hmm. I don't but, know what he did. I don't know. Kind of, kind of weird vibes. Um, not great, but not bad. Like Lou said, it, and we talked about it at the start. Like it's, it's not at that point where last year, you know, it just felt like every game was just sitting on nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's annoying. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like that's a good sign that I'm annoyed that they're losing. You know, part of that also could just be that the first month of the season was very fun. And <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go back to October. That was hey, a blast. You know, maybe, maybe we're a second, you know, if we're a second half of the game kind of team, maybe we're the second half of the season kind of team. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Ducks just I mean, love October. They're They're big fans of spooky season. So not too much to say about that Capitals game. I mean, the Caps did sweep California, so they were playing pretty hot. Tom Wilson smells like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um yeah, and that like I said earlier, that that the losing streak um was was at eight with that Capitals loss, that five four loss. That's uh Timu Solani's number. That that sure is. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is his that was his number. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. That is a that is a fact. Um we know Puck here. <laughs> it it was weird having the home and home thing with the avalanche. I thought yeah, that was kind of weird. But the schedule's um, been so weird this season. Yeah, but at least it wasn't like back to back where they're in <laughs> their home and then they have to go to Denver the next night. Like the whole Nashville. I mean, it's not as far, but the whole Nashville Denver thing was weird. And even yeah. like Cronin, Cronin even talked about it. Like he's, he, he, uh, he had like, uh, I think it was the post game interview after that avalanche game in Anaheim. He was saying how the last time they played them, um, after that back to back, um, in Nashville, he said he's never experienced brain fog <laughs> until that game. And he said everything was just, it just fell off. He didn't know what was going on. And he's like, if I felt that way, he he feels like the players probably felt that as well. 
And it definitely showed in that first Avalanche game. But anyway, the losing streak ended. They beat the Avs. My light keeps needed, flickering on and off. It's weird. Uh, it needed a it needed a shootout, but it, it was a it was actually a pretty fun game. Um, Carlson having uh, two points, goal and an assist, including the very 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 sick shootout winner. Yeah, I only watched the third period because we were at a tiki bar celebrating my friend my teammate's birthday. I did see um, the Instagram story of you at a we, tiki bar. No, we did watch the shootout, and mm-hmm. it was it was very fun to watch because we were all pretty drunk. <laughs> Dude, uh, he com- he completely undressed Prospetov. like that was, and to make it yeah, just look looked so easy. Like, granted, mm-hmm. he's a professional hockey player. Like, I can barely keep a puck on my stick, so anything <laughs> looks more impressive than what I'm used to. But just yeah i it's hard to put into words just like how just easy he made it look yeah and coming from somebody that's been able to watch trevor zegers take shootout attempts over the last couple seasons like mm-hmm. it's hard to say that someone made it look easier than he does yeah well speaking um, of a uh, trevor zegers today's the two-year anniversary of the of the lacrosse goal in buffalo the dish again? Oh no, it was the not the lacrosse goal, the um or the the lacrosse pass goal, whatever yeah, you call it. The alley oop thing that they were Yeah, the alley oop goal. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Twitter, to Milano. Yeah. Twitter has Milano. been normal since that day. <laughs> yeah. I still remember watching that game. That was that was crazy. Like I I probably made like the ugliest noise you could imagine. Like a grown man making watching a hockey game. <laughs> was it weirder than the grunt? Uh, hazy made tonight. One hundred percent. One. I. I. I can't really like since it was that long ago now. I can't really remember. I just remember like, <laughs> like thinking back after I made that noise. Like, how did that come out of me? Like, it was a weird. <laughs> it was a weird experience. But yeah, fun um, goal. The cards uh, asking why you're grunting. Twitch. Twitch user F card asks why is Chris grunting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always grunting. But it was it was nice that they bounced back, at least get a win, you know, to, to keep the, the losing streak from going on. Um kind of unfortunate that they lost uh the game in Denver. Mm-hmm. Again, kind of the story of the season has been that they can claw back into games like this. It's just they're I kind of feel like that magic ran out a little too a little too soon. Yeah. Um, but it is nice, you know. Leo stays hot, got another goal. I mean, that pass from Terry, you know, we're, we'll, oh my we'll talk God. about him, you know, in a little bit. Yeah. But that pass and that dum dum that release on that goal, like holy shit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's good to see that the the power play is waking up a little bit. Um, that wasn't the case tonight, but. <laughs> Peter Mrazek was on. Was Who the on hell? Something. Where did he come from? Okay, yeah, what's, like, it, what's your where, what's your problem, Peter? What is what's in his water bottle? Honestly, like they need to test him. There's something not right there. You can't just be an average dude your entire career, and then one night just be like, you know what, Dominic Hasek? Who? It's Peter Mrazek time. Like Mrazek, 
anyway, we, we'll we'll get on that in a second. No, we'll, I mean, we could transition <laughs> there. I mean, outside of outside of the the goal from Leo and then Carrick's shorthanded goal, you know, that Carrick shorty was a nice goal. There's not too much to say about going down three nothing again and yeah. having to come back. Um, I'm kind of they glad do. we're done playing the Avs. Um, yeah. Yes. That'll be nice having one of those tougher teams kind of checked off the list for the rest of the season. But, you know, yeah, don't got to play the Bruins. Don't got to play the Penguins. Don't got to play the Avalanche. That's one thing I want to check really quick is but we still get to play the Kings another three times. Yay. Oh <laughs> God, I can't stand that team. I think they, they broke the record today for uh, most don't road care. wins. Don't care. We don't talk about them here. Do not care. <laughs> All right. I was just trying to give you a fun fact, but apparently it's not fun enough for Chris. All right, I wanted to, I wanted to look up the um the goals for goals against in our season series with the Avalanche. So looks like we gave up um fourteen goals in three games. <laughs> I mean, hey, the the first game we lost eight two, so we kind of we got off to a horrible start in that category. Um, but we gave up fourteen goals, and we scored eight. Not terrible. Not I mean, it's terrible, not... but not great. Yeah, I mean, eight <laughs> goals in, in three games against the Avalanche. I don't. I mean, that's that's decent it's progress. Yeah, that's good. It's just we gave up a lot more. <laughs> but that's you know, it's whatever. We did not get the memo that you can stop pucks. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, do we... we talk about the Leo uh, shootout goal? Oh, we did Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that, that we was did. Like... That was like five minutes ago, Lou. Oh well, I don't even know if it was five, dude. It was probably like three and a half. I am. I'm still <laughs> getting over a cold. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll give you a pass. Yeah. You're you're on cough medicine right now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll so, so the game <laughs> the game tonight in Chicago. Um, you know, we keep talking about how weird this schedule is. The Ducks were on the road for two in Denver and Chicago. Now they come back home on Sunday to play the Jets and then they go on like a five game road trip out east or something. It's yeah very, yeah. very weird. What is the point of this home game on Sunday? They should just get on this road trip now, I guess, or continue the road trip. I should it's say it's weird that they're they're not playing Philadelphia this trip because like Philadelphia is like in the general vicinity of where they're gonna be playing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um schedule makers are goofy. They're a bit goofy. Uh yeah, Ducks Blackhawks. The wonderful, wonderful Ducks Blackhawks games in Chicago are always just great. I think after this game, what did they say that the Blackhawks have won six out of seven at home against the Ducks? I'm sure they have. Um, but yeah, one nothing. The Ducks lose. Um, yeah, Peter Mrazik, you got to tip your cat to him. We hat got Mrazik. Mrazik. You got a half tip. Uh, I mean, Connor, how many how many Connor teams... Bedard was quiet against the Ducks, so. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. he got a point on the, the goal. He did get an, yeah, he did get that point. He got a nice, <laughs> yeah, nice assist. He set yeah, him up I mean, pretty nicely. Um, But yeah, not many. how many teams out there can say that they got Peter Mrazek? So we're in a special category, guys. Yeah, like we're in an exclusive club. <laughs> should get like a special card or something. Should yeah. get something free somewhere. I don't know. It's just like we a better bad, be on Peter's we better be on Peter's Christmas card list this season. This oh, year, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, the Carlson Bedard um, matchup, first one of the the Ducks were hyping that up all day. Yeah, um, I mean, I was pretty excited for it too. Like, I I even thought like, okay, this is gonna be a high scoring game because both teams are kind of meh on defense, and the goaltending is could be you know it's hit or miss. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Carlson gets uh, three points, Bedard or no Carlson two points, Bedard three. Carlson got zero, Bedard got one. <laughs> All the hype died like pretty quick. Like this game was kind of like a slow, slow burn. It was, I mean, it's not like the Ducks weren't there. They they had what 30, 37 shots or something. I mean, yeah, I they, think it was, yeah, they were there. You know, they they did everything they that could. they could with yeah. being shorthanded with oh good players. God. We need so many people. We need back. we need, we need Trevor and Mason back and Jamie back and even Max Jones back. Yeah. Oh wow, Lou is saying good things about. Yeah, I, I am. Jones. He he, we're, we're he turning, made me he made me eat a little crow. Wait. We're turning a corner here. Yeah, it's, it's nice. This is still a young podcast, and we're already turning corners for the. Day. Yeah, it's what are, nice. It's called it's called growth. That's Chris. great. That's it's called growth. I will say, we love character development. Yeah. yeah, and I I know Lou is starting to get a little bit more of a soft spot for Max Jones because of the whole Creed thing. Um. Oh yeah. The Ducks posting Creed, that video. So... Yeah, he just like, yeah. The Ducks asked their favorite band or whatever, and he just yelled "Creed" into the mic and kept walking. Disappointed in in, in those players who said uh, Jimmy from DeGrassi. Um, <laughs> very disappointing to hear that they that they're listening to bad music. I wouldn't yeah. even call that music, but um, but yeah, I did uh, uh post that video on our uh, on the LAP Instagram. Um, with the, like the handshake emoji with LAP and Max Jones for the Creed thing, and Max Jones did see it, by the way. So, oh, did he? He, he did see it. He, did he, he like looked it? at it. I don't think he liked it, but he viewed it. <laughs> well, that's progress. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So now you know we we broke the eight game losing streak, and now we're back on another one, and it's a two game losing streak going into Sunday against the Jets. I feel but like everything... Sunday will be a bit of a toss-up. We either play the Jets like really well, yeah. or it's like that yeah. one game in Winnipeg where it was like nine to one, and Jets that poor season. couple was on their honeymoon. <laughs> like we're here all the way from California. Yeah. How are the Jets doing this season? Uh, better now. They started off pretty rough, but oh, they're eighteen and eight and eighteen eight and two. They're in third place in the Central. Wait, eighteen? What'd you say? Oh, I, oh, I can't read. Oh, I said 15. Fi- 15, 8, okay, and 2. Okay, 15, 8, and 2. I was like, did I say 18, 18 wins already? Did I, I say, say I, I think the, the, thought the Knights weren't even there yet. <laughs> no. It's still, yeah, so they're third in the, in the Central. They're only a win back of the Avalanche with a game in hand. So they're actually... That Central division's always a tough one. Yeah. Even Nashville's in it still. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Just disgusting. Remember a simpler um, time when we beat them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the Ducks were like a day away from, like, all they had to do was hold on one more, I think, one more day, one more day, and they would have been in a playoff position by American Thanksgiving. They were like in fourth place. Now they're in seventh. <laughs> Just well, can't have anything nice. Nope. Because now the Oilers woke up and McDavid is going to score like 100 points and. Suddenly, the Sharks want to be good. Yeah, yeah, we're only two points ahead of the Sharks right now. Hey, good on the Sharks for uh, switching to the till buckets on the road. 
Those do look nice. I'll give them that. that that's, that's a that's, that's a, a nice, really good look. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty nice look. I, I like. Do that. the ducks need to go to their black buckets on the road? No, no, I don't think black will pull it off. It's not that cool. You don't think it would look good? No, I. I'm all on board with the whole matte black thing. I know not everyone is, but I still want them to do matte black helmets. Uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. I, the Canucks did it for their their thirds. Yeah, they're, but they're I, I'm not nice. sure. Or I don't know if they're thirds, but see, I think I think the the pitfall of that though is like if you're doing like a specialty jersey that everyone's gonna clown on, you mm-hmm. got to back it up with being good. Because let's be real, we we bag on the Kings for wearing the white gloves and the chrome domes, but they yeah. seemingly win in those all the time. Because like... they blind their opponent. I think it's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of feel like you got to be good to, to pull off a gimmick like that. Yeah, we're just, we're, we're not there yet. I just like, can you imagine like a, a matte plum? For the anniversary jerseys, though, I think that'd look pretty that nice. would be nice, but yeah. once again, I <laughs> point still stands. <laughs> I think, all right, I think Chris is the only one that's on the mat train. That's fine. Population one, population, population me. you, bro. <laughs> not, I'm not in Ouchtown yet, but <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk, let's talk about uh, I want to talk about Troy Terry. So I put this in the notes. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I just kind of wanted to bring it up. I've seen some tweets lately just about Troy Terry's production. Is there any concern from you guys with how he's playing so far this season? Yes and no. I I would say yes, just because the production's not there. But at the same time, I think you can cut him a little slack with, yeah, Zegris goes down early, so you're losing a line mate on that top line. You're getting mm-hmm. Kalorn added to that first line who hadn't played with them, you know, up until Zegris went out. Yeah. And it's just kind of been one of those years where I think not to say his defense has been bad, because I feel like he's been one of the best defensive ducks in recent years, considering that none of the Ducks were very good at defense the last couple seasons. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe that emphasis of everybody trying to be a more 200-foot player could be taking a, a little bit of the offensive brain away. Yeah. Um, I hate to also use the excuse of he's had a kid. Um, but <laughs> I also seems to be a trend though. Like... I, I kind of feel like that is a real, a real thing. Um, you know, I mean, he is a professional athlete, it, it, but he is a human at the end of the day. I'm not going to sit back and be like, Oh, well, you know, suck it up. Yeah. Like everybody has kids. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not what I'm trying to say, but like, yeah, I could see it. He's, he's still young enough to where I think he's definitely, considered a veteran in the lineup a veteran in the locker room but this is a very real like life event and that could kind of take your your focus sometimes um is it cause for concern i think if everybody was healthy and this was still happening then yeah it would yeah um 
it is again it is concerning just because it's just not there and this is a very inopportune time for it to not be there um but i also kind of think you look at it past the hockey thing there's probably just you know it's probably some adjusting you know new coach new thing going on in your life your personal life like Hmm. could be could be much you know yeah he's a human at the end of the day like yeah he gets paid millions of dollars to play a sport but yeah he's a he's just a guy at the end of the day just a guy i think it's uh concerning on the standpoint that he's now being paid uh big boy bucks now (laughs) big boy bucks yeah uh you'd want him to have a little bit more point production but what which is valid Mm -hmm. i mean you know they wouldn't give him that money if they didn't think he earned it but am i worried not really i think uh Jake, Jake and Felix said this last night on their pod at Crash Pond. Um, I'd like to see him with Mason McTavish mm-hmm. on his line and like put someone up in the first line and see how that goes because I think him and Mason McTavish would uh, have more have a better chemistry maybe because Mason McTavish yeah. has like a give and go kind of game. That's what's nice about McTavish too is I feel like he can just have chemistry with just about anybody you put yeah and toy terry needs a puck more and like he's on the line with other guys that need the puck on their stick too yeah so yeah i think maybe putting him with macy mctavish would would help batters so so for people i'm not worried really i think he'll turn it around eventually yeah he should um for for people who don't know he's in 26 games so far, he has five goals, nine assists, fourteen points. Which um, I mean, isn't terrible. It's not for terrible. Twenty six games. Yeah, it's not terrible. But like Lou brought up, you you would expect a little bit more just from the money standpoint. But yeah, because his last, the last five games, he has one point. That was that the game, assist uh, last in, in Denver. last game against the Apps. Yeah. Um. The good thing is, is that he's at least. In those in his last five games, he has uh let's see, 10, 17 shots on goal. So it's not yeah. for a lack of trying. It's yeah, just... so I mean the shots are I mean the, the game in Denver, he the one where he got an assist, he only had one shot, but all the others he had two, four, five, and five. So I mean he's at least shooting the puck, um, for the most part. I don't know. But like you said, there's, you know, with all the injuries and he hasn't really had like a stable line since the start of the season. So, I mean, we'll give him some time. But, yeah, just wanted to see if there was anything there Um, just because I see a lot of it on on Twitter, just that he's, you know. I think a a lot of what we're seeing online, too, is coming from a point of like, the beginning of the season was kind of like, uh, okay, we're making the right steps. And now that it's kind of regressing back to what I think should have been the expectation for the season. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's just kind of an air of annoyance that the production's not there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can just hope that, I mean, it's a good sign that Zegers, Drysdale and Lundestrom surprisingly all are, are kind of skating on, on their own on the sides. Yeah, they kinda... said uh, around this time when he got injured that he'd be skating around like December, early January. So, 
but hopefully you'll no, be back soon. Knowing that these guys are getting healthier or making strides to being healthier, um, certainly kind of helps. You know, hopefully, you know, McTavish is, isn't anything super long term. Um, I know that was. I kind of feel like that's something that's been a little lost. Is was that a rib injury? It looked like it. Yeah, our um, old friend, our old friend Josh Manson did hit him. Um, it's, it's hard to, to know out. because I don't think the Ducks ever gave any specifics. I think they said upper in upper body. Yeah, yeah, and they haven't given the ribs, anything lately on any. Last time I checked, <laughs> the ribs are upper body. So, if I if I can say one thing that that's kind of annoyed me this season is the Ducks have had kind of an Angels approach to talking about injuries, and it's not. Well, they've always been, been my... secretive on injuries. I feel like. It hasn't been like my been favorite. So. Yeah, I feel like it's been even more secretive this year. But maybe yeah, it's maybe. just me because of who, who's involved, like which because of the players involved. But I don't remember ever them just like saying, okay, it's a lower body. And then there's like no timetable on any return. And it's, I don't know, it's just really, really weird. Part um, of me, part of me almost thinks that it's, it's kind of from a coaching perspective. But another part of me thinks that it's coming from maybe higher up because, like, when they asked Cronin about it, he's been he's been very like, oh, this is kind of one of those things you just have to work through, and there's not really anything we can say about when he can come back. Like, yeah, I get that if if it's like something, I don't know. It, it feels weird because like we draw assumptions of, oh, well, if it's something that maybe isn't healing right away it could be like a groin or it could be like an ankle sprain or like something that really you can't like pinpoint like oh he'll be better in a week yeah i don't know that's that's kind of bugged me this year um you know our team's ever gonna you know just outright sometimes say it but it is a little annoying like oh hey like he left this game and then just you know a month goes by and it's like, well, Seagrass and Dry still still are, <laughs> you know, anywhere near a return, you know, from the team's perspective. And it's just, I don't know, it's a little, a little concerning, but maybe I'm like, just look, looking a little in, a little too far into it. I feel mm. like in hockey in general, like teams are just secretive on injuries and stuff. Like ever since I've been watching hockey, like it just mm-hmm. seems like every team is this like secretive. Yeah, they are. No one really likes to say exactly what's wrong with anybody. Yeah. All right. Shall we look ahead? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a slow, slow Ducks week coming up because there's like only two games from From now now until we record next. Yeah, now until Sunday Sunday and Sunday and Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah. Well, this is What's on Tap brought to you by uh, our friend at Noble Brewing. Yes. Or Noble Ale Works. That would be uh that would be them. Noble Ale Works. Uh, mention it if you go to Noble. Mention late arrivals when you get a beer or close your tab. You get ten percent off on game days, home or away. Does not matter. If the Ducks are home though, you get free game parking at Noble. Get free parking and free exercise, baby. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Health is wealth. <laughs> Um, late arrivals flavor there yet, or gonna be this weekend? I didn't go this last weekend. weekend. Okay, 
All right. So yeah, Sunday against the Jets. Go uh, go to Noble. Go check out our flag. Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh shit, we're on, we're on Jets. Um, the Ice Jets. These are the Ice Jets. Um, so Sunday against the Jets. Next Wednesday they start their East Coast road trip on the island against the Islanders. So let's get some uh, predictions here. What do you what do you think happens against Winnipeg? Four three Ducks win overtime. Actually five 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 four five four overtime win. Five four. Yeah, it seems like those games are like kind of high scoring all the time. This is what I get for writing in pen. You should probably write in pencil. <laughs> Especially I'm very, with I'm very indecisive. Blue. I'm very indecisive. <laughs> Surprised you haven't picked that up yet. You've only known me for like I don't know, maybe six years now. So well, you know, I just have too much confidence in you, I guess. I don't know why. A lot of trust. A lot of trust. <laughs> um, I wouldn't even trust me, man. I'll say... I'll say 3-2 Ducks. I guess I'll be the Debbie Downer this week. I'm going <laughs> to say 5-3 Jets. Five, Boo this Jets. man. Boo. All right, Islanders. Islanders are a weird team. Um, they just scored seven tonight, by the way, while we're recording this they on play? Thursday. They played the Wow, they played the I Forgots. Um they played the I Forgots? Yep. What city what are they in? Uh, let's see. Oh my god, who was it? Uh, I'll Google um, it real quick. Uh Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. Oh shit! Fantilli, Fan, Fantilli had two goals in that game, and uh, the Islanders a beat demo. Blue Jackets seven to three. Jesus, good old, good old football score, football. But yeah, it was a pretty packed schedule. Are tonight. those the only two games we're going to cover this week? Yeah, because uh, yeah. uh, they don't play until Friday after that, so we should be, we should have a new episode out before that. Okay. So you got Ducks Isles. What what you got, Lewis? Are you using my government name, huh? Um, yeah. I don't know. They always don't do good in Long Island for whatever reason. But you know what? I'm gonna be optimistic because that's what I do here. That's my shtick. Okay. I'll say I'll say four two ducks. Okay. I'm gonna say four three ducks. And these are this is regulation for you, Jake. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three one ducks. We're the vibes podcast. I right. I have the ducks winning the next two. We're just crazy. That's crazy talk. But yeah, there was a lot going on in the in the league tonight. Uh, it was like thirteen games or something. Uh, but yeah, that's all from uh, what's on tap. Just two games coming up. Pretty uh, pretty slow week. But yeah, Noble what's on works. tap? Brought to you by Noble Oaks. Go mention, we'll go mention the late arrivals, man. Go get your discount. And <laughs> after uh, this weekend, you'll be able to see our our banner. Yeah, because I'm gonna actually drop it off. <laughs> 
I got some delicious looking brews over there. So whenever I'm really I get back into excited town. to try the 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 Dole Whip yeah, one that they yeah. have. That mm-hmm. sounds very very good. It does. It sounds delicious. Have you ever had the Dole Whips at Disneyland? I have. I had one like a few weeks ago, and I thought I was gonna freaking have freaking diabetic shock. That shit was so sugary, dude. It's good. No, no, it wasn't good. So oh, come on. Speaking of Dole Whip, the Tiki Bar, they had alcoholic Dole Whip. Oh damn! Oh what my god! Bar? It's called a Stowaway. It's in Tustin. Oh. Um. It's like a glass that literally was like. It was a very tall glass. I mean, it was a fourteen dollar drink, <laughs> but it was like it wasn't. It wasn't like ice cream. It was like a blended, like pineapple drink. But there was so much rum in it. Oh my god, it was so Jesus. good though. <laughs> you guys sounds, like rum? Sounds good. Uh, depends. For drinks like that, hell yeah. Like, have you had like a rum a rum cake? I had like a lemon. I don't uh, believe I have. I've had like a lemon bunt rum cake and uh, it was really good, but it was so strong. I couldn't finish it. Like the rum was like so strong in there, but yeah, it depends. Like some of those, like um, those chocolates that have the the rum in it are pretty good. I'm not a fan of coconut rum. Mm. I don't don't like coconut rum that much. I'm I'm a coconut guy. I like some coconut. Mm. In small doses, coconut rum is good, but I, I'm I am a coconut hater through and through. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get some NHL news going. I'm trying to figure out if Sunday's game against the Jets is a promo game. Uh, I don't know. Anaheim Ducks promo schedule. It is not. Um, no, the next one is December 21st, a Thursday night against the flames. That's a bean. It's a beanie. Yeah. The wild wing holiday beanie giveaway. So that's the next one. Okay. So the jets game is this a normal Sunday. Why do they have two mighty oath games against Vegas? I don't know. They just, they just feel like it. Is, are there, are there two against Vegas? Yeah. The first, yeah, they had a, uh, uh, Mighty Oath Games, uh, November 5th. It was oh. a Mighty Oath game. Oh, yeah, look at that. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But yeah. Wow. Go Fun get stuff. you a beanie on the 21st, though. So. <laughs> that you beanie know? looks cool, to be honest. If you go on the Ducks website, you can check it out. It's pretty cool looking. So um, we we will uh, cover some some quick things here, but go ahead and say what you're gonna say, Lou. I wasn't gonna say anything. You go no, on sound, ahead. Sound like you're <laughs> you're gonna say something. I'm just talking to myself. I'm I'm having a night. <laughs> well, quickly, um, yeah. While things have been going bad for us, um, could be worse. Um, the Hurricanes have been having a rough go lately. Um, Brenda Moore is kind of pissed. Um, kind of yeah. feel like not Rod a lot of bud, people kinda... are uh, making a big deal out of Carolina being bad because I kind of remember when everyone was like, "This might be one of Carolina's best shots this year." Yeah, you know, Rod the Bob was not very happy last night on that TNT game. 
No, he was not. He gave a very uh, honest interview too on the bench. It, it was, was pretty honest. That was that was good. Um, I wouldn't yeah, want to be in the same room with him if he was mad. No, that's a scary guy to get upset. Like him and like Mike Babcock. Just seeing them get mad always freaked me out. It's like I can't imagine going in that locker room in between periods. That's got to be terrifying. I um, mean, could it be goaltending? Could it just be? I don't I mean, watch like, the Hurricanes enough to know what their problems are, but it's a little bit of everything. Kind of feel like when you have Brent Burns and Tony D'Angelo on the same <laughs> defensive core, um, you're kind of setting yourself up for problems. Um, and then yeah. having two of the most injury-prone goalies in the league <laughs> also is kind of an issue, but Just a little I don't weird. know. I always felt like Carolina especially recently has been that team that can just kind of outgun other teams. And I feel like that was kind of the talk before the season of just, you know, yeah, they're going to run this back with Ronta and uh, Anderson, but you know, they'll be able to beat team six, five every night. And it just hasn't happened. It's weird to see them struggle. I kind of feel it's weird to see like the cap struggle. Um, I mean, obviously like Backstrom being out for most of the year, um, but there's like teams that have been so good, like consistently that now, like that they're starting to kind of the gap starting to close and, you know, the windows slowly shutting, like, yeah, it's weird to see them do bad. You know, like the lightning are kind of hit or miss nowadays. Um, you know, the next team I was going to bring up just because it's an incredible stat to, to think about is the penguins, you know, for, for, a hot second there after uh after that little trip they came here and kind of had their way with California um they haven't been anywhere as good um, uh-huh. but they set a franchise record for the worst stretch without a power play goal they are 0 for 33 oh my god in their last 12 games played in 12 games <laughs> Like that, that almost doesn't feel real because on one end you're like, holy shit, 33 power play attempts. And it's like, okay, over 12 games. Like I could see that, mm-hmm. but having a power play unit of Carlson, Latang, uh, Sidney Crosby, uh, <laughs> Gino Malkin, Ricard Raquel. <laughs> well, Raquel's been out, um, oh, has he? but oh. still having, having Gensel or, you know, whomever Sydney. the other guy is on that they have riley not e. smith too now it just it's it's mind-blowing i'm glad he's i'm glad he went to pittsburgh because he always killed the ducks when he was on vegas smith well yeah. Yeah, riley smith well everybody on vegas did but pretty much <laughs> him especially they could literally pick someone up off the Vegas strip who doesn't even know who he is. Just throw on a Vegas jersey. Be like, hey, don't worry, you're playing the Ducks. And yeah. he would light us up. I mean, speaking of picking random people up off the streets, uh, Phil Kessel, <laughs> the man is man is ready to play. Somebody somebody signed Phil, damn it. Seriously. I'm, I'm shocked that he's still without a team. But... Yeah, I want to get any uh, realistic landing spots that you guys can think of. Like, I mean, if the Ducks keep getting injured, I mean, dude, get I him for just a body. Yeah, I would contender wise, I could see the stars. Maybe as like 
an extra forward or like a depth mm-hmm. guy to like maybe swap in with like one of the young kids if they're struggling. Yeah. That feels like it would be unfair though. Just <laughs> at that I... point, like I was talking with the coworker today, like looking at their like depth and the guys they have, like if Dallas doesn't go far this year, it's going to kind of be a little disappointing because they're, they're kind of stacked up top. If you, if you they look are. at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have a real good chance to to take a run this year. So I'd say Dallas, realistically. Bill Kessel on the stars. I mean, that make that does make a lot of sense. That's a that's a good that's a good choice. My luck, though, with how much I want him to be on the Ducks, he'll like sign with the Kings in like the next week. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I like the stars um as a as a match for that. Um maybe even like the Rangers. Maybe the Rangers will be like, okay, we did the Patrick Kane thing. Broadway Phil. Well, let's go for Phil now. Let's just let's just keep this cycle going. Um I could I, I'm gonna I'll say the I'll say the Rangers. Just for funsies. What about you, Lou? Where do you think for Castle signs? If oh, if he well, signs it at all. I'll say whatever you guys said. That's my answer. <laughs> Okay. He will uh, he will be a star for a week and then a ranger for the rest of the season. Correct. <laughs> Bingo. Um, we gotta talk uh how gross and disgusting it is that Patrick Kane is a red wing a little more in depth now that he has played. Yeah, that, um it's a bit the, weird. The sharks, you know, said fuck you, Detroit, and kind of spoiled that tonight, but it's just weird seeing him in different jerseys. Like the Rangers, it was kind of like, okay, well, at least he's from New York, like mm-hmm. the surrounding area. You know, he's home, if you want to say, but I don't know. There's just something about seeing certain players in different jerseys. It's just, it's, it's very weird. It's hard to, it's hard yeah. to stomach. It's definitely weird seeing that Wings logo on, on his chest, but the red, at least, you know, with the Blackhawks. It's not weird seeing him in red. Um, it was weirder with the Rangers, him wearing blue. But um, but yeah, seeing him with all that with the with the Red Wings uniform on and everything today, and like skating around out there, it was weird. Um, it's just, it's just boring to just keep going to an original six team. Yeah, it's his fetish. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> that that Sharks Wings game tonight that was wild. Like there were eight goals. Combined in the second period, four from each team. Um, wings were up four nothing. They scored four unanswered goals. Sharks came back and scored four unanswered goals. Ended up going to overtime five five, and the Sharks won it in overtime six five. Good for the Sharks. They they need they need that. They needed that. And Patty Kane's first game of the season, he. Had no points, but he had three shots on goal. He had uh, his time on ice with 16 minutes and 33 seconds. What line was he on? Like, Ooh, that's a good question. I do not know. But he, uh, you know, wasn't really expecting. I mean, if you were expecting him to come out and just, like, start filling the net his first game back, then... Fiddling the net, filling. Filling I said, the net. I said, said fiddling. 
I was like, oh, okay. And if he wants to fiddle in that, that's his own thing, I guess. But yeah, could be another so he way was of pickling the twine. He was on the Alex DeBrinket, Joe Valeno, I think his name is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was on that line. The okay, line. so the second line. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. kind of the reason they brought him was to play with DeBrinket again. I keep forgetting the wings have uh, Sprong and Perron. Who they who they sit him who who sat out in favor before him? I wonder. Probably a guy that was only in the lineup just to be a body. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. Someone Makes in the sense. comments of their lineup tweet said is Comfort injured. So maybe it was Comfort. <laughs> Could be. I forgot he went there. I forget there's a lot of guys on Detroit until I watch them play. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. Well, speaking about uh, teams that, I mean, not around these parts, we don't forget about them, but uh, <laughs> got to talk about the Coyotes. Um, They're on a heater. Running a five-game win streak against the five recent Stanley Cup champions. So yeah, that was wild. That the, was wild the for Caps, the schedule. The Blues, uh, the Lightning, the Knights, Knights, and then uh, Avalanche. Forgetting, yeah, and the Avs. Yeah, um, it's very weird for their schedule to line up that way, where they're five games in a row against the last five Cup winners. But then has that ever weirder. happened? I don't know, and I that don't seems know. Like, that seems like a trivia question or something. Yeah, and even if it did happen, no one's won them all, so no one probably was like willing to like cared to talk about it because it's just like <laughs> a normal part of it's like whatever it's a whatever part of the schedule. But for the Coyotes to go through and win all five, I just think that was nuts. Um, did any of them go to overtime? I think against the Avalanche did right. The Avs game did, yeah. Yeah, but I like how the um. Coyotes did all that one those five games and then they lose tonight to the Flyers four to one. <laughs> yeah, so well, it happens. So um, on the uh, What Chaos podcast, um, with Pete Blackburn, DJ Bean, uh, Sean DePaz, DePaz, um, is a producer on that, and he was on the PHNX Coyotes show. Um, he's a big Coyotes guy, big Sabers guy. He's from Buffalo. Shout out. That's to a Buffalo. Craig Morgan show. Uh yeah. Um he was raving about this Coyotes five game win streak. So DJ Bean was making fun of him saying, Okay, if they were gonna if they beat the last five cup winners, does that mean that the Flyers, since they're next, does that mean the Flyers are the twenty twenty four Stanley Cup champs? <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, the Flyers beat them four one. So are they still doing good, the Flyers? They've been doing okay, I think. They've been winning, been they've been losing. <laughs> Second place. That's, that's weird. Good. Yeah, that's weird. Um, they have played more games than the first place team and the third. Place and their team. roster's so weird too. Yeah, Rangers are kind of taking it, like grabbing a hold of that division already. They're seven points up on Philly, and Philly's in second place. Yeah, and the Rangers <laughs> are kind of top heavy. Yeah, they like rely on their power play a lot. I think <clears throat> they lose that. They're Toast, I think. Uh, probably. I don't, I don't um, care enough to watch the Rangers, so. But yeah, five game win streak for the Coyotes was cool. All like you said, all against all uh the the last five Cup winners. The other news about the Coyotes is the uh their arena situation might finally be resolved. Hopefully, yeah. By... Chris was like 
in the group chat yesterday. Amped. Like he he was like on the map app. Oh he, <laughs> yeah, dude! I was like, yeah, man. I was a detective. He was like circling specific spots on the map and stuff. I was all over the place. I was like, "Yep, it's definitely the spot." Like Craig Morgan came out with a video, said nothing, just the eye, the eye emoji, the eyes emoji, and um, posted a video of the location, and he was just standing next to the freeway, and it was this open desert, and I'm like, "I know where that is." Where is it? It's on. It's like North Phoenix, North Scottsdale. It's literally like the border of the two cities. Like I feel like if they build the arena right there, I feel like half of it is going to be in Phoenix, half half of it's going to be in Scottsdale. That's how close, um, how close it is. But um, did you wave so, to him to say hi? I did. <laughs> is that a good location? You think? I think so. Um, it, it, it's so if if you're in the valley, if you're in the Phoenix Valley or in Arizona, and you know of this area. It's the Desert Ridge area. It's one of my favorite spots in the valley. It's very nice, very new. A lot of new stuff up there. They're building a lot of new things. They got a nice like shopping center up there that I like. Desert Ridge Marketplace. Anyway, this is like east of that, just east. Like you could probably throw a rock from Desert Ridge Marketplace to where they want to build this arena, where this proposed arena is going to be built um but yeah it's going to cater to north phoenix north scottsdale so this arena would 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 help people in phoenix i think north glendale north peoria um, scottsdale and even parts of tempe where their old arena really only catered to like very west glendale and like surprise um, so I do feel like this location is going to be a little bit more central. I mean, it's, it's Northern, it's at the very Northern tip of like the, the Valley kind of, but it's a lot better than where they were in my in opinion Glendale. in Glendale. Yeah. Cause it was like, it wasn't just Glendale. It was like, cause Glendale's pretty big. Um, a lot of people don't know that the city of Glendale, um, like population wise is actually bigger than Buffalo. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people here. I thought here. Buffalo a, was a big city. It's it's not huge, but I mean, uh, I mean, I thought it had a, a lot of people, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a decent sized city, but Glendale has more people. Like it's it's Glendale's a, a big piece of land. Like there's a it's it it takes up a lot of a lot of the valley, and this arena was like the furthest west you could go in Glendale before you're in a different city. So it was way out there. Um, I didn't realize so, how far out there was because like on the map it isn't like that far away from phoenix i mean on the freeway you can probably get from like where the cardinals play which is Mm -hmm. where the coyotes were um probably like 30 35 minute drive to get like to downtown phoenix which isn't bad but still that's just to get to downtown phoenix like people that live in the east valley and scottsdale tempe mesa it's a lot further but um I like this location. I already told Jenny, I'm like, with this location, if they build it there, it's going to make me want to like move over there because I love Desert Ridge already. And if they add hockey to that area, it's going to be perfect. So hopefully we hear something soon within the next. I mean, I've, I keep seeing that they're ready for like an announcement maybe next month. So hopefully we hear something uh, by then. Start the new year off with uh, some fun Coyotes Arena news. That'd be nice. Shut everyone up and say, ha ha, move the coyotes. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I'm glad they're doing well this season because yeah. yeah. They needed it. They need it. You know, the I mean we 
We give you grief every now and again about them, Chris, but <laughs> it's only when they play them. You yeah. Know, the Coyotes deserve, you know, positive attention for once. Um, it's definitely now. good that this season, with how good, you know, Ingram's been playing and just the team in general, that it's kind of taking some of that negativity away because, you know, the mullet's still being packed out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Is the good for, play good for the Coyotes. Time? Ducks play them once, once more, I think. Yeah. No. They played them twice, right? I thought okay. we were done playing them for the year. Are we? Are they? Oh, you know what? We are. I think we are done. Really? Already. Yeah, I think we already played them three times. Because we played them once. We played them like super early. I thought we lost at home. We lost at the mullet and then played them once. Once in October. Unless I'm thinking of the preseason game. Once in October. Once in November. Yeah, so we need to play one more time. I'll look it up to see. It's not in December. 24. Might be in in March. In Anaheim. Actually, yeah, I I think because I think you said you wanted to try to you wanted to try to come out for that one. They play. I'm not seeing it. Hmm. They they play sometime. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Continue. In uh, I wouldn't say like more pressing news or anything. Um. They get the World Junior schedule. Our rosters are starting to be announced. Uh, are some Ducks prospects. Uh, Carrie Terrence made Team USA. Uh, both Tristan Leno and Noah Warren are invited to the Team Canada camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rodwin Dionisio, I believe he just made Team Switzerland outright. I think so, yeah. Um, so cool to see that there, there's still some Ducks representation. Um Internationally, uh, net guards are going to become mandatory, which I kind of feel is, yeah, you know, just kind of waiting to happen. Um, you know, with with everything that happened with Adam Johnson, like, yeah, I feel like the NHL is still going to be one of those wear it if you want. Um, but it's good to see that other leagues are taking safety seriously. Um, I know yep. USA Hockey has mandated it for all youth hockey. Mm-hmm. They're trying to mandate it for adult hockey, um, and I get to hear about it all the time, and it is great. <laughs> you have guys that come in, like, I'm just going to start playing roller hockey because, you know, fuck them for telling me what to do. And it's just like, dude, like, no one's going to slit your throat, but they just want you to be safe. Like, yeah. just, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully it'll be, like, grandfathered in at some point. But, um. But yeah, I'm happy they're doing that, uh, the double IHF with all the international stuff. That yeah, it's a good way to start. Um, yep. just kind of go from there. People will get used to it, just like any other thing. We got used to the ads on the on the sweaters <laughs> and the helmets. You'll <laughs> but get even used like to the that. skate guards, like the extra skate guards that they're using, you know, when they're blocking shots, it's just to protect like the side of your foot and everything. Is that mandi- mandatory for every player now? No, I know for the ducks. I think that was a Bob Murray thing. You can you can wear 
you can wear the plastic like old school ones a lot of skates nowadays have like this uh it's like a kevlar material that you can cut to like the shape of the boot um, okay. and you just like it has like a adhesive side that you take like the sticker off and you stick it to the boot and then whatever glue it is it like stay like those things stay on really really tight um but it's just to like dampen mm-hmm. contact to the skate not like yeah obviously if you get hit with a hundred mile an hour puck like <laughs> still gonna hurt but yeah. it's meant to dampen it so it doesn't just obliterate your ankle just outright <laughs> I have an update on the Coyote situation. The Ducks play them December 29th on a Friday in Anaheim. Okay. So they play them one more time. Yeah. Yeah. We we know our stuff here. We sure do. We definitely know the schedule. <laughs> so our last two things here, uh Elliot Freeman reports that the from the Board of Governors meeting uh that the preliminary cap projection for next season is expected at 87 mil, uh, approximately at 87.675. Um I feel like this is, if it does reach that upper threshold and it is at what they say, this is going to probably be a weird free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh it's going to be like that 2016 free agency where a lot of guys are probably going to get a lot of money for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's good. Um, I kind of yeah, feel like it's going to change dollars, a yeah. little bit of the parody of the league. You know, those teams like Toronto and Vegas that are constantly like right at the right at that cap every time, um, you know, towards the end of the year uh, are going to have a little more flexibility I mean, it gives teams like us that are going to have a lot of room to to work with some more wiggle room. You know, I, I kind of feel like that's a, a good sign for us. You know, mm-hmm. Mason's due in the summer, and there's some other names that are due contracts that um, will give us some play. Um, and then also potentially losing, you know, if Henrique doesn't come back um, and losing Silverberg because I want to say at the beginning of the season, they said he's probably going to go back to Sweden and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, what, yeah, that's what you that's, said. That's almost 11 mil off the books for the Ducks. Yeah. Um, and then you bump the cap up another four. Like, That's pretty nice. It's not too bad having 14 million in space. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time like Zegers and Drysdale's new deals are up, it should be well over. Like we should be in the 90 million by then. Hopefully, which is um, yeah, hopefully, because I mean, we can't give the NHL too much credit. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a nice jump, four million. That's the biggest jump they've had in a while. So that's that's pretty nice. I mean, Bettman did say like the the revenue that the NHL's brought in over the last year is like what six in between like six point two to six point seven billion. Yeah, like a that's really just, just absurdly high number. Which yeah was a big concern post COVID because they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, but the advertisers and this and that, and they, yep. they, they made out just fine. Yep. <laughs> they should be pretty um, happy. Lastly, uh, the draft, the last de- last non decentralized draft is going to be taking place in Vegas, uh, 28th and 29th. And is going to be at the sphere. So <laughs> at the sphere, that's gonna hopefully be... we get the draft picks, faces projected just on the sphere just <laughs> rotating around oh my god i think we just, uh think we, we are talked. we going 
in the group chat about us going. We definitely so, we should. Are just, we going? We should. We should just make plans. We should push ourselves to go and not let ourselves stray away from this. We need to go as a unit. We need to represent the LAP. <laughs> we go definitely need to be there. I don't know. Holler be there. in the sphere. <laughs> Am I muted? No, I can. No, we can hear you. Okay. Thought I was talking to myself for a minute. <laughs> No more than usual. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm down to go if you guys are. Yeah, I'm definitely even as down. spectators, I mean mm-hmm. It'd be a it lot of fun. Doesn't sound like uh we'll be getting access to anything, which I mean, hey yeah. Yeah, I kinda expected that, but can still try. If we if we go have fun, you know, get to get to see the last the last draft before uh it's just media and the players at the venue, you know. That'd be cool. And I mean, it's in Vegas. And then, we can and have then fun. afterwards, we, 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 we recreate uh, the hangover. <laughs> Lose Lou on a rooftop? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely would be Lou, too. I could totally see that. Um, Can you imagine if they put Gary Bettman's face on the sphere, though? Like, when he's coming up to, like, announce something. <laughs> like, there's a trade to announce, and it's, like, just Gary's, like, grinning face on the sphere. I should just have his face on the sphere the whole time. Yeah. Just go the whole draft with just Gary's a giant, face. Just that's, Gary face on the side. Be, yeah, just Gary face the entire draft. That's gonna be so wild. I'm very interested to see how this plays out and what the what the NHL does and what they find a way like it, how they we'll see if they find a way to screw something up. <laughs> is is the inside of the sphere like big? I mean, the sphere fits like forty thousand people, so I oh, does it? think so. Yeah. No, because I was just thinking about like all the tables that they put, like. Where oh is... yeah. They might not yeah. have fans, I, or if they I do, want... it might be like a limited amount. I wonder. So I don't know how have... much space they're gonna need for all that. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do with the, like the inside of the sphere you know how they can make it look like it's open when it's not like it's just i know a lot of people have freaked out going in there like people have thrown up people have passed out some of those people are probably on drugs yeah probably fuck man let's go get high and sit inside the orb (laughs) so inside the sphere can host up to twenty thousand in standing capacity with seating for 18 way the fuck off 40,000 jesus christ in standing capacity with seating for 18,600 people so it's like the size of a hockey like an nhl arena oh maybe a little bit smaller so i think the average nhl arena is like 17k i think yeah it's a little bit that's interesting that's interesting yeah but yeah we definitely need to get to vegas for that so June 28th and 29th, 2024. If we do go, Lou, you're going to have to show us the uh, the spots because I have never been to Vegas as an adult. So Really? I'd be going into it very green and not knowing what to do. I just love oh. walking up and down the strip at like 1 in the morning. There's always something happening. Well, we have to go to the to the old Vegas, the Fremont Street. Yeah, for sure. I, see, I, I that's kind a- of feel like a Vegas trip for me is just going to be trying to see places from Fallout and be like, oh, that's from the game. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> if you want to gamble, gamble downtown because that's where you win more. I've, oh, yeah, that's loose. I've come sweet to f- spot. find out. Yeah, last mm-hmm. time I went, I, I won like 200 bucks on a jackpot, which was pretty cool. 
Look at him. Yeah. It's Lou and all um, the retirees and, and the small little casino. <laughs> we could go to Gillies and ride the bull. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you want to ride the bull when we go? Uh, I I would not ride the bull. I'm going to be real with you. I have, I have a lot of fat on my body, and that does not need to be jiggling. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely wouldn't want to ride the bull, but I... I would have yeah, you, you just want me, to see me ride the bull, don't you? I wouldn't hate it to see that live. You know, we got the video form of it um, last time you did that, which was nice. Um, I wouldn't want to originally, but I would have you ask me after a few drinks, and then we'll go from there. Maybe I would. I I don't know. I, I, I've never know. rode the the roller coaster at New York. New York. I don't know if you guys. I, I kind of want to do that. that. I kind of want to do that. That'd be kind of cool. I'm not going on the stratosphere at all. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's not like his heights. <laughs> what hotel do you usually stay at when you go? I've stayed the last few times at the stratosphere. Um, oh, okay. Stayed at the um, Flamingo before. How do I, I think... stay at New York, New York? But Yeah, I won the money there. Yeah. Gambling at New York, New York. Uh, I like Mandalay Bay the most, though. That's a really nice hotel. That's the one with like the beach, right? Don't they have like yeah. that man-made beach? Yeah. In the wave pool, I went in the wave pool once. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we got a cabana, and I just got drunk all day and went in the wave pool. And they got a lazy river too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lazy rivers the, are cool. That might be the spot. That might be the spot. Yeah. So hopefully when we go, it's not a million degrees, but uh, late oh, June it's going does, to be. <laughs> does not sound comfortable. But hey, you know what? If we're there as friends having fun, that's all that matters. Yeah, yep. the casinos are air-conditioned, and that's all that really that's, matters. That's true. That's true. You're just going to hop. We just have to hop to each one. Yep. Um, but yeah, that'd be fun. We definitely need to. We need to workshop that. Yeah, just definitely need to try to get there. Yeah. Um. Do we want to talk about the other thing we're workshopping before we get to questions? Yeah, go ahead. I don't even know where you're going, but sure. So it's we bring it up, I think, like once every month. Oh, okay, um, I know. But you know, lap lap jerseys have always been something we want. Or to sweaters, do. if you're more cultured like me. Um, I currently have one of my hockey teammates, Alberto. He is gracious enough to help us get a little mock up going. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of feel this this Vegas potential Vegas trip has pushed us to uh, potentially get this on the road a little bit faster. But um, we may have lap jerseys coming soon. Um, we briefly just wanted to mention it because if you are interested, um, we personally want to go. I wouldn't say all out, but do it the right way and get mm-hmm. nice ones made. Um, <laughs> The company we'd go with would be JFX. They do my beer league jerseys. They're incredible. I've been wearing the same jerseys for four seasons now. Or no, four years now. Um, so probably like five or six seasons. And I mean, for all of the pucks that get shot at me, those things hold up very well. Um, the stitching, they do an incredible job. They have, you know, a legit team that does it. Um, but we just want to put it out there that if you guys are interested to get an order, um, we do have to have a minimum of 10 people in, um, jerseys would run probably about like 90 bucks. Um, 
but it's authentically stitched logos yes. and everything. I mean, um, very nice. So in the next couple days, you know, maybe the next couple weeks, uh, we'll have a concept art out there for you guys. And if you're interested, you know, maybe we put together like a wait list or an order form. And then when the time comes to order, you know, just hit everybody up. Um, now I've, last week I took the time to kind of link our, uh, our banking accounts and stuff to, to each other, um, to streamline stuff like that. So we would be able to do like PayPal and stuff like that. So if you guys are interested or feel like you would be interested and don't want to commit just yet, because obviously we don't have a concept just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something to look out for. We are we're excited to to get our mighty seal jerseys going. Yeah, and I dude, feel like that's the one so thing nice. that's been missing. <laughs> yes, I just I can't wait. I can't wait to have it happen and be able to wear these jerseys. But um, but yeah, once once that concept is available, we will share it. And uh, if you're interested, just uh, make sure you let us know. Like Jake said, we'll need at least ten to to get it going get it rolling so that'll, that'll be fun i'm i'm very excited to see this concept as well because i have no idea what it's gonna look like and um i kept it simple i kept it simple yeah. is it gonna okay. be like the it's mighty seals it's not gonna be anything too crazy but is it the You'll mighty like seals logo it is yeah okay yeah very excited <laughs> Um, really quick before we move into questions, I want to ask you guys, um, I forgot to put this in the notes. I just remembered, uh, talking, let's talk about goal celebrations really quick in the NHL. How do you feel about goal celebrations? How do you feel about the, gr- the gritty? I think it's um, funny and it's impressive. Yeah. I mean, just because skating's not very easy and being able to yeah. do that on your edges is definitely very, uh, very hard to do but yeah i respect anyone who tries to do it yeah i think that's a good celebration it's definitely a good celebration in football yeah it's definitely used a lot i feel like in football um if you don't know jamar Jamar chase on the Bengals uses it a lot yeah i think uh justin jefferson does it jefferson yeah um yeah yeah is it is it jacob wallman on the wings yeah, Jacob? he tried it. Yeah. He he kind of did it. He usually he's like the one that does it in the NHL and now the it, Red he Wings He did it once? He did it more than once? Yeah, he did it last he did season it last, too. Yeah, last season it was like a big thing um that he did it. I know but, he um, did it once, but I didn't know he did it another time. Yeah, and now the Red Wings are really jumping on it and they're coming out with a bobble head if you want to call it that and it's of Wallman doing the gritty but only his arms move. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> it looks it looks pretty funny, but yeah, I just wanted you to. I wanted to hear what your thoughts were I on like, the gritty. I like Shelly's. I just don't like when players do it against the Ducks. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. It's so. just it's just a problem when they do it against the Ducks. <laughs> other than that, other than that, just celebrate away. I don't. Dear okay. God, you're right. All right. So there's like not many that I kind of feel like are like disrespectful. Nah. I, like celebrating is like part of part of the game. Like if mm-hmm. you're getting upset about it, like you have <laughs> you have other problems. You have to look inward yeah. at that point because yeah, hockey on... hockey is a game built on trash talk. Like Who scored the other day against the Ducks. Uh, he did like a like over the top celebration. It was like, dude, calm down. You, <laughs> you just scored against the Ducks. 
It's like being the nicest guy in prison. You're not <laughs> doing you're not doing anything special here, bud. Oh my god. You know? If you, if you celebrate too much against the ducks, you are in you're the same as a prisoner. <laughs> you're just it's it's like being the nicest guy in prison. You're not yeah. you're not you're not impressing anybody, bud. But yeah. This has been an all time. This has been an all time Lou episode. Yeah, a Louism episode. But yeah, if you're a Detroit Red Wings fan and you uh, enjoy that, I'm not sure when that game is. Um, but go get your Walman gritty bobble head, whatever they want to call it. Looks kind of cool. I like I like crazy bobbleheads, like the the Getty half bald half hair. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. All right, so. We don't have too many questions here, so this will be very quick. Uh, But we will start with our Hockey 365 topic, as always. And this one, kind of an easy one, I'd I'd say. Uh, Not too much thinking required. But what Eastern Conference team do we feel like the the Ducks are most alike and or similar to? Repeat that again. What Eastern Conference team the Ducks are most alike or similar to? Eastern Conference. I um, I think I've said this before. Like market wise, I would say they're similar to me to the Devils, or maybe the Islanders, just because of like how the Islanders are kind of in the shadow of the big New York team that is the Rangers, or even the Devils are kind of in that same that same uh, thing that the Islanders are, where they're kind of in. That same, they're in the market with the Rangers, and it just doesn't matter because the Rangers have the biggest fan base out of those three teams in that area, and those other teams are kind of left to fend for themselves, and they have what they have, and their fans, you know, Rangers fans invade the Islanders arena, they invade the Devils arena, and it just it's very similar to how, what the Ducks deal with with the Kings. Um, I've always compared the Ducks to the Devils, though. They just kind of... They kind of remind me of them a lot, like more than any other Eastern Conference team, in my opinion. So I'll, are we I'll going go with... off like vibes wise or like play style? Yeah, I mean, or... it I could any... it could be either. Yeah, it could be anything. I, I could definitely see the Devil comparison there, just kind of that like second fiddle. Like, yeah, you're your own thing, but you're always going to be in the shadow of the the bigger yeah. team, the bigger market. Mm-hmm. I would say the Panthers, okay. like the the sunny beach vibes yeah and i mean they're kind of the little brothers to tampa bay too so yeah yeah panthers works panthers work because uh you know they're all teams get uh, attendance yeah and the the expand the yeah there's their expansion buddies yeah pals yeah i can see that panthers works brothers Those are decent comparisons, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any others that really hit the mark like those two, I guess. So. Like play styles, though. I would say, even though they're not Eastern, I would say we want them to be like the Avalanche because they kind of play similar, I feel like. I think I think Patrick yeah. on his, on his uh, game breakdowns mm-hmm. on Saturday, he's like, he alluded to like the, the Avs are like what the ducks want to be but they're just on the higher end of that yeah yeah we're, we're the avalanche at home when mom says no to 
to getting in the avalanche. What? <laughs> have you ever seen those memes, Lou, where it's like, can we get McDonald's? And they know we have McDonald's at home. Oh. And it's like some really <laughs> fucked up food. Yeah. <laughs> We're the off brand. We're the Kirkland brother. <laughs> well, yeah. but I mean, you can't say Kirkland's like the bad brand because, I mean, Costco, Costco slaps. That's true. Kirkland's not good, though. We got a bunch of cases like a couple months ago, and it just tasted like flat water. <laughs> you ever had flat water? Flat water? Yeah, flat water. That's <sighs> what that's what Kirkland is. Just tastes flat. Okay. <laughs> well, moving on before we we hear about all the intricacies of uh, flat water. <laughs> oh, uh, you're going to hear some more stuff because I got something in the chamber just ready to... Ready to we'll do go that off. after our two questions, Lou. <laughs> so this one comes from Brian. Uh, short and sweet, Bedard or Carlson, purely hairstyle of choice for the pod in, in lieu of the uh, Bedard-Carlson bowl tonight. Carlson. Excuse Leo. Say Leo, Leo because he has like the Bond villain he does. hair going. Yeah. I don't fully understand the question, but Let's he's go got with like Leo. that. He's got that typical like. I feel like he's got that typical Swedish blonde flow going on. Because William, um, I almost said um William Carl. Well, yeah, William Carlson's kind of got that look, and then Neilander as well. They kind of have like that same Swedish like <laughs> hairstyle. Um, but yeah, it works. It works. I'll say Leo. <laughs> okay, and then our last one. Was from Casey and he says, Will the Ducks ever score first in a hockey game again? Yeah, on Sunday. <laughs> on Sunday against the Jets. Yeah, Hopefully. I actually I actually feel like it won't happen against the Jets, but it'll definitely happen against the Islanders. And now that I said that, I just caused myself some problems, but they'll do it again. They've only done it nine times so far this season. They'll get that tenth one soon within the next two games here. Don't just you worry. Some- just have some patience. Yeah, don't you we, worry. We just blame Chris if that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah we just blame Chris. That's fine. You do what you got to do. Uh, before yeah. we before we wrap up, um, when did we start calling it Born Day? When did we stop saying Happy Birthday? Who's, who's... Where are you seeing this? Yeah, um, who's the duck? The ducks. Because on the other day it was Cam Fowler's birthday and they said happy born day. Like on the graphics it says happy born day. And oh just, really? I didn't yeah, notice and, that. And I'm just wondering where that came from and why are they doing it? Kinda um, that's that's a good question. I kinda, don't know if I have an answer for you. <laughs> kinda bugs me. Yeah. I I, this, I do wish I had an answer for you, Lou. Is this some uh Gen Z stupid craze? Gen Z. <laughs> I mean, we do have a group chat with Tyler where I think he probably could have asked why he said that. that yeah, I, him I, or Matt put that. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. I could, but I'm I'm asking. I'm You're putting asking it out me. there for the people to to ponder. Yeah. And if it is a Gen Z thing, can you stop? Can you just stop? Can you stop. <laughs> just just knock it off. Yeah. Not being annoying. Thank you. Lou said, "Stop. Get some help." Yeah, grow up. Well, on that note, uh, you know, 
don't know how to transition out of that, but <laughs> do you uh, made it this far? Thank you as always for listening. Yes. You Thank can you for all the support. Find us everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. X. X. Blue Sky. YouTube. Twitch. Threads. Twitch. Discord. <laughs> Just all the places you can think of. Yeah. Um, if MySpace was still a thing, MySpace. Yeah. We do not have a Facebook. I do not do that. No, we're we we we're, we're, we're anti Facebook here. <laughs> if 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 you want us on Facebook, you're you're just out of luck on that. Yeah, sorry about it. But uh, this episode will go out tomorrow on Friday. Um, promo code lap. Yeah, lap promo code lap, lap ten. <clears throat> yeah, we are uh, socials at Late Arrivals Pod everywhere. So easy to find. Um. You can find our link tree in our bios in um on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you can find all of our stuff. Christmas our shopping. Purple. Christmas shopping, you know, it's getting to that time. I always forget the date that you have to order stuff online. Uh there's like that deadline date so you can get stuff on time for Christmas. I want to say We're it's still the early in December, so you're you're fine right now. I want to say it's the twelfth though. and it's already so some, might not be fine. sometime next week. Yeah. Well, you- you better hop to it if you want. Yeah, so go on our link tree there, and uh, you got go two get places. You, go get you a shirt for your your lapper in your life. You got two places to lappy. shop: inside the rink shop and our Teespring shop. Bunch of different um options. I think we have like a total of like twenty. No, twenty things. I think we yeah, got we nine just have things, a plethora in, of things inside the rink. Cornucopia, if you will. Yeah. We got like nine items on the inside the rink website, and we have like another eleven on our Teespring. So go go check all that stuff out. Maybe grab some stuff for Christmas. Maybe treat yourself. Maybe you want to yeah. buy it yourself for Christmas. Um, treat yourself as Parks and Rec once yeah. said. So go for go for that. But yeah, like Jake said, if you made it this far, thank you so much um, for the continued support. Um, make we sure you're you following. We salute you for making it this far and listening follow... to my dumbass all episode long. <laughs> Follow and subscribe to the late arrivals literally anywhere and everywhere you can. Um, Except and Facebook. Leave us, leave us a five-star rating. Um, we'd appreciate it. It helps the show out a lot um, by leaving ratings. If you feel like leaving a review, that works as well. Um, if we get some good reviews, we'll read them on here. Um, some ones that we like or some funny ones. But yeah, five-star it up. And Please. Yeah, that'll, that'll pretty much do it. We'll see you next week. We only have two Ducks games to cover next week but um yeah we'll see you then bye bye everybody Shohei Otani will be a giant you can follow late arrivals on both twitter and instagram at late arrivals pod if you feel so inclined leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated take care 